everybody, and welcome back to Tattoo Home Wreckers, a podcast where we talk about tattoos, life, and everything in between. Right now, my name is Callista. Right now, your name's right Callista. I saw, I'm sorry, I stumbled through. I'm I'm a little bit nervous for this episode, and then oh, I'm here yeah. with Gaia, my yes. co-host. <laughs> you probably know us, and if this is your first time, this is probably going to be a little bit shorter of an episode. Yeah. Um, last week I was super duper vulnerable, and this week you get to be. Super duper vulnerable. vulnerable. <laughs> that was funny. So, what are we talking about? You want to dive right in, or yeah. you want to be like, "Hey, happy like Halloween month, people"? Like- oh yeah, no. Um, l- let me start with Happy Halloween month. We're really excited about October. Mm-hmm. Um, if I do cough during this episode, sorry, I'm getting over a cold. Um, but we have been uh, decorating our house, we and have. it's been very fun. We did our own little custom tombstones, and then um, I was busy today, but Guy and Caboose went ahead and. Did a bunch more work, um, all custom stuff, which is, like, yeah. I'm so excited. But, um, yeah, we can dive right in. Um, so, for my vulnerable episode, I wanted to share with our listeners some stuff that I've personally been struggling with, and that is the pressure to be feminine. And so, you know, obviously, this street goes both ways. There's a lot of pressure to be masculine for men, um, a lot of pressure to be feminine for women. And there's a lot of different routes I want to take this conversation Um, But I would like to first start out with, I don't have an answer, so this might be an episode of just bitching, (laughs) me ranting Mm -hmm. for a second. But hopefully through talking about it, um, I will gain some clarity maybe, or maybe some answers here and there. And maybe you, the listener, will also gain some clarity. And if I don't find it, please share it with me. So yeah, uh, we're going to talk about the pressure to be feminine. um, And I just like, I don't know. To start off, feminine is different for everyone. Yeah, I was going to say, what is feminine to you? Yeah, I want to start with the definition. Um, femininity, femininity to me, I'm not going to break this down quite yet. I just want to break down like what I mean by the outer pressure of what everyone else thinks being feminine is. And so um, a lot of that is not just characteristics like physically, but like how you act. So... A bunch of people think that being feminine is being softer, always being kinder, more nurturing. Um, I'm not very feminine, so. (laughs) Having just an overall very, like, submissive presence. Mm -hmm. Um, Always. Being small. Being small, not taking up space. Always having a smile on your face. You know, it's the looking hot. Uh, and also being good at everything. Yeah. And looking good while you do everything. Right. That's the quote. And also being stupid. Yeah. So I don't want to break down my definition quite yet, but I wanted to break down what I'm talking about. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's the pressure that I'm trying to fight right now. Um, and to start off with, I don't know, I kind of wanted to talk about like how it affected me early on in my childhood. Absolutely. You as well. Um, I've always struggled with the pressure to be feminine. Some of my earliest memories being like in elementary school from first to, well, from kindergarten to sixth grade, I wasn't really allowed to pick out what I wanted to wear to school. Um, It was always picked out for me. And I remember the second I went to middle school, I was, you know, able to actually pick out my own clothes. And instantly, because I had been forced to wear so many dresses and skirts and pretty things and pink and blah, 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 blah. um, I remember as a little girl, I always wanted to wear pants. And like, that was never like a thing, you know, like it was a like gift or like a reward like oh you did well on your test so you get to wear whatever you want this day you know what I mean very strange so weird (laughs) yeah is that do you think it's a cultural thing or is that like a familial thing I think um 
I think it might be a familial thing. Okay. I don't know if it's more so a cultural thing. I know for a fact it is like an upper middle class thing too. Because part of the reason why they wanted to dress me is because I had cute clothes. And I had clothes that matched. You know what I mean? Like mm. we went to like Gymboree or whatever and it was always like like doll-like clothes. You know, this w- went with this. This top went with this skirt, went with these stockings. You know what I mean? Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. And I remember the second I was able to pick my own wardrobe out, I swung completely the other way. Um, I dressed like Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> like, what? I love. Wait, why do you laugh? Ellen DeGeneres is fucking fabulous. I laugh because how did I not know I was gay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, so, like, button-ups, vests. I was, yeah. I loved blazers. I love blazers. Why are you not wearing more blazers now? I'm not, co- I'm not comfy. I don't know. Oh, I love, I love a vest. I get too I hot. Love. I think that's a oh, problem now. Yep. I get really hot in it. You are really I hot. I still love it. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was always a struggle, like, fighting against that. And then, you know, going through middle school, I was, like, straight up tomboy. So if it was not Ellen DeGeneres, it was um, a My Chemical Romance t-shirt and ripped jeans. Like, I had a very specific My Chemical Romance t-shirt that I always wore. I love that thing. Um, and then in high school, in order to survive... I mean, what do a lot of people do in high school? They try to fit in. So I went full, like, fully back into femme. Like, Bratz doll, mini skirts. Thank like, you for saying Bratz doll. Bratz doll. Like, if you don't say Bratz doll, like, if you see photographs of her, yeah. she doesn't look anything like herself. Not at all. I had, like, I was that girl. So there's this show called Euphoria that a lot of people have been watching. And there's a scene that's been, like, blowing up. And it's one of the girls waking up at, like, 4 a.m. to start her routine and her makeup and everything. That was me. That was literally me. And so I went like fully that way. And now I'm I'm coming back into my own over the fa- past few years, I should say. It started out with like, you know, getting my head, sh- you know, a side cut. Yeah. When you copied me. Oh, yeah. Sure. When she forced me to cut the rest of it off. And then like now I've just been trying to come into my own. But um, yeah, it's just been something that I've been dealing with all my life. And I've just recently realize that I'm not willing to put I'm not willing to accept that energy in my life anymore this pressure to be feminine and be and take up less space and have long hair because it's so overly fetishized yeah can, and can we just dive in for one second yeah um as someone who has had super long hair um mm-hmm. up until I was 14 my hair was down like to my butt mm-hmm. mid thigh all of that yes um, and if you have long hair, that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. If as if you have long hair and you love it, great. If you personally are into long hair, great. Yeah. But think about hair much like people's bodies. Telling someone that they would look really good with long hair is kind of like me telling you that you would look better with a bigger dick. It's to like, me. Like, it is so insulting. It's harmful. You know, it's harmful to mm-hmm. my confidence. It's harmful to me because, like, I get a lot of, like, oh, yeah, you looked so good with your long hair. And I just, like, it's just the more so the way that it's being mm-hmm. said because I've had people say that to me and they don't mean anything by it. But, like, I've also had more people say it to me where they have, like, they're insinuating that me, the correct version of me yeah. was me when I was a Bratz doll, when yeah. I was more femme. Well, and, and there's nothing wrong with being femme. I don't think it matters if they mean anything bad or not. Mm. That's mm. like turning to somebody and being like, hey, you would look so good if you lost weight. Yeah. No, fuck off. This Straight is up. my body. 
my hair. That's how I like, choose to present myself. I also, and I think any woman that keeps her hair short and or shaves her head mm-hmm. deals with people commenting on her hair. Yes. And I'm very much of like, if you don't have nice things to say, shut the fuck up. Yeah, keep it to because yourself. Because it is none of your business. The length of my hair, whether I decide, hey, I'm going to have a whole head of hair again, which I'll never fucking do entirely too hot and there's just too much of it yeah or if i want to grow it out or if i want to chop it all fucking off yeah it drives me bonkers because it is seen like long hair is seen as the epitome of femininity which is why i'm i'm gonna say for the most part it's dudes that i'll make comments on it Mm -hmm. um it's why they talk about it because it is that like classic feminine trait yeah no it is it it truly is and i think um, obviously going back, like we are talking about like, you know, the patriarchy's definition of mm-hmm. feminine. Um, for me, the definition of feminine is embracing who you are as you come, as you want to be. Mm-hmm. And so feminine looks like everything. It looks like long hair. It looks like having a bald head. It looks like having no tattoos. It looks like being covered. It is really just embracing you. You know what I mean? And however that looks like, if it looks, if it looks alt, if it looks like, I don't know. <laughs> Like, I don't know, like your typical beauty standard, whatever, whatever works for you. So long as you're living in your truth and your authentic self and you're presenting yourself as you want, that's fine. But, um, yeah, I just, I, I've recently been struggling with it and I just realized that I didn't want that energy in my life anymore. And like, it is harmful when people say shit like that. Mm -hmm. Like it's again, like, oh, you with long hair is so pretty. You with abs is so hot. I've never had abs. Well, I don't have long hair right Mm -hmm. now. So like, what's, what's the problem? What's the problem? And yeah, that's, I am frustrated because obviously this has been a problem and it, I don't want to say it'll always be a problem, but like there's so much pressure around us women to be a certain way. And it's not just the way we look, but it's the way that we act too. Mm -hmm. So often do I, do I hear men ranting about the women in their lives or just some random woman that they know? And I'm like, was she being a bitch or is she just expressing an emotion Mm -hmm. that is unpleasant? And that's fucking fine. That I'm um, like, mm-hmm. I I was told to smile the other day because I was being a grumpy bitch, and that's fine. Like, I'm a lot, and I didn't say anything. I was just walking around work like with just a clear face, and just like I was grumpy because I was tired, and I was coming down with a cold. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I don't have to smile all the time. Why am I being told to smile? I think my thing there is that like I always want to turn to that person and be like. Are do you walk around smiling constantly? Fuck you, dude. We don't need to smile because I get that a lot where people are like, oh, you're really aggressive or tell me to smile. And I'm like, uh, first off, maybe be funny or be entertaining and you'll get a smile out of me. Right. Like, like and if you think I'm aggressive, I think you're a pussy. I love that. I love that. And that's, that's my thing. I'm like, is is she being a- aggressive or is she just Again, out of that box of what you think being a woman is, Mm -hmm. and that makes you fucking uncomfortable, you know? And, like, so much do I see that, like, women, like, displaying valid emotions. And I'm sure, like, a lot of women out listening to this podcast have, like, had that argument with a boyfriend or an ex-boyfriend before where it's like, oh, my God, like, why are you acting this way? Like, why are you... I don't know. Have you ever had this argument where you express something like, okay, that really pissed me off and they immediately flip it on you and they're like, why are you, why? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
But like, oh, but when you get pissed off, it's totally fine. And I take it and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's valid. I can see why. You know what Um, I mean? Like, yeah, it's that whole like. Every time a woman brings up a valid point, she's seen as crazy Mm -hmm. um, or overreacting. But we don't ever tell men that they're overreacting. So like, that's not the thing that like men don't have to deal with. The, like, hey, you're overreacting. Right. So even, especially, like, working in customer service, mm-hmm. anytime a woman makes a complaint, all you hear from other people is that she's crazy. Oh, my God, yeah. And they'll ignore her. But if, like, a man brings up a point, a sa- the same thing. It's, it's valid all of a sudden. Right. Like, it, it brings up the yeah. same issue. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, it's like, oh, we got to take care of this ASAP. Yeah. Like, am I overreacting or am I just de- expressing mm-hmm. a feeling other than being pleasant? Yeah. To you. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and it's such a struggle, but I don't know. I, any hoozles talking about like origin story of like femininity. I've always like had a masculine side of me and I'm really like leaning into that. What? And- I just want to say, I think that like for me personally, mm-hmm. I don't like the idea of like masculine femininity mm-hmm. because it once again brings it back to this like binary. Yeah. Like, right. Men thing. are from Mars and I, women yeah, are from Yeah. This like that we are on opposite ends of a spectrum. Right. Yeah. I personally think that like people are people. Like mm-hmm. these are arbitrary standards yeah. that change from culture to culture. Mm-hmm. So like Italian men will hug each other will like are a lot more Mm touchy-feely they kiss each other on the cheeks Mm -hmm. they are a lot of things that in western culture we see as being very feminine yeah so like fuck we just watched what is it the woman king yes and like you in a western culture we would see those like women as being masculine Mm -hmm. because they were warriors but nothing about, like, them having... First off, let's just state... That let's, movie should okay. just be... It's amazing. It's so if you haven't seen it, go see it. Viola Davis once again delivers. It's amazing. And she's jacked. Yeah, she's huge. It is Trap just, City, Yes. Bitch. I told Callie, like, I <sighs> leaned over and whispered during the movie that I was like, this movie should just be called Traps on Traps on Traps. Yeah. Because as women that have sizable traps... traps. yeah. Seeing that on screen is so incredibly validating yes. because this does loop back to this whole idea of femininity. Yeah. Because the last time we saw a situation that was similar, what with all of these like warrior women, at least the last time I saw it, mm-hmm. was in Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Well, like Gal Gadot, great, amazing. I'm sure she's a wonderful person. Yeah. All of that jazz. Um, the extras they yeah, they got actual like athletes that were like stacked and jacked. Yeah, they got like big named athletes yeah. actually. Yeah, like, like in athletes CrossFit in community. the CrossFit community. Like we recognized athletes, yeah. and it was really exciting. Yeah, um, and they got athletes like across many like sports. Mm-hmm. So for us that are you know your stereotypical not feminine women because mm-hmm. we have muscle, it was super validating. But then your main character, who was supposed to be the, the leader, the epitome, the strongest of one, strength. Yeah. She's supposed to be the strongest one. Zero muscle mass. Yeah. Yeah. And it is truly one of those things that makes you question like, okay, so what is wrong with me and like my body type and everyone that I surround myself with and all the women that I look at because Mm -hmm. like all of our friends are jacked. Mm -hmm. So for us, like that's what women look like. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then they specifically told her, no, do not put on muscle mass. We want you to stay appealing and attractive. Which then tells the message to all of us, hey, just so you know, you're not attractive. 
Whereas like you could look at, you know, the woman king and be like, Jesus Christ, there's nothing about these women that is not inherently feminine. Yes. And it's based on an actual like the story itself, I don't think is based, mm-hmm. but like it's based on an actual tribe. Mm-hmm. And so these women were once again seen as these like ideal standards of beauty. And I yeah. think that like that's one of those things like with beauty standards that we have to understand that yes, it changes, mm-hmm. but you still have those like ridiculously annoying things like grow your hair long. Or just like don't put on muscle mass for this mm-hmm. movie. Which like why? They require men to. They require men to and it's also like, dude, it the sole focus of that movie should not have been whether or not she was sexually appealing to mm-hmm. anybody else. Yeah. The focus is that she's a fucking buff bitch. She should Wonder mm-hmm. Woman's supposed to be strong as shit. Yep. And yeah, I I don't know. This like weird external pressure. It's it's hard because it is like poison in the well. Especially mm-hmm. for like confidence wise, I've I've also noticed that I will only dress at my most comfortable. Like this is like how I want to dress. Because sometimes you know you guys ever put on an outfit and you're like I am the most me that I could be in this moment. I find a lot of the times that like in certain situations I will tone that down yeah. to make other people comfortable. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to do that anymore. I just want to be out there and present myself as me and, like, mm-hmm. know that, like, there is no, I don't know, like, I basically, I'm trying to redirect the focus inwardly and stop the chatter outwardly. And it's hard because... it It is hard because you don't, it's hard because you don't know, like, mm-hmm. how it's going to be perceived. And what so, people are going to say. Yeah, what like, people what are going to say. What makes... Like, I don't know. I don't understand this idea of, like, what made you guys think that that was okay to say to me? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, well, I wanted to wear a crop top to work the other day. Yeah. And then I ended up wearing a button-up over it because I was like, fuck, I don't I don't want to deal with, like, any of the fucking dudes at work or my manager mm-hmm. being like, hey, that's not appropriate. Even though, like, we're a tattoo artist. Yeah. Technically, I should be able to wear what the fuck I want. Oh, for sure. For but sure. we've dealt with it in the past where, like, <clears throat> we've worn just fucking pants. Yes. Pants. And these assholes making comments on our bodies. Yes. Yes. And so it's like, no matter what, like, no matter how much you try to turn inward and you're like, hey, I'm going to dress like my most self. Mm -hmm. Everyone else has got shit to say about it. So then it makes you be like, wait, um, is this not? So like for you right now, that's embracing Mm -hmm. not highly feminine clothes. Yeah. And for me, it's the opposite where I went from wearing like highly masculine clothes yeah. to like learning to love my body is now like, look, y'all, I got tits. Mm-hmm. I got them. Cleavage is going to happen. I love but that. like seeing people's response to me having cleavage is <laughs> ridiculous. It is. Yeah. Like it's genuinely ridiculous. <gasps> oh, mm. y'all, let me tell you what. This is just a side story and it's not on topic at all, but it's okay. hilarious. Yes. So um, Callie knows this story. Um, I got told the other day, and this happens like every once in a while, uh, that I looked like Scarlett Johansson (laughs) and I had this realization, um, that I only, and you know, like I said, it happens like over the years, it's been happening like, I don't know, since I was 20. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was thinking of all the times that like people have been like, oh my gosh, has anyone ever told you you look like Scarlett Johansson? Mm -hmm. And it's always when there is some cleavage showing or -hmm. like you can see the tops of my breasts. Uh, and so I'm thinking that at this point, it is not my face that looks like Scarlet's. It is indeed my tits. That's my, that's what I'm thinking. 
And I'm not I'm not 100% sure you can convince me otherwise. Because it's either like, oh, you look like Scarlett Johansson or you look like Christy Mack. Both of which, thank you so much. Those are massive compliments. I love that. But I'm going to now, I'm now convinced myself mm -hmm. that it's indeed that I just have her boobs. Love that. It's a subconscious pull that people are like, yeah, you are Scarlett, huh? And they don't even know why either. No, they don't. That's hilarious. Because no one's like, oh, it's this feature. I'm like, because it's this feature. Yes. It's very funny. So. Uh, this funny thing that has happened with me dressing more the way that I want to dress, which honestly, it like rides this fine line of like the outfit is very like you would think a dude was wearing it. And then you see my fate. What a, a dude or a thirteen-year-old boy? I am embracing my inner thirteen-year-old skater boy. Yes. Like I genuinely, I don't know with your backwards cap and your hoodie right now, right? Like I don't know how this happened. And like you know, like my fucking shorts and my fucking Vans and shit. What are you a thirteen-year-old skater boy in drag? I love are that. you just a young drag queen? Yes. That's what you are with Maybe. your fake lashes and your contouring. I, and then you still like you just haven't gotten that like well, drag costume yet. Here's the thing. The right. Makeup. I think I, I think little it. boys should wear makeup if they want to oh, wear 100%. makeup. Thousand percent. I think for me, it's funny because I my style, you cannot say that I am like androgynous because there are parts of me that are incredibly like feminine and the outfit is incredibly, like, I would say 13-year-old boy, masculine or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's very, it's funny because it, it's a split. Yeah. Right? I ride that fine line and I'm enjoying it. And I just, I don't know. I, I'm over dressing for other people. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love that. And I think part of me was programmed. I'm I'm still, like, obviously, I'm I'm 24, so, like, high school didn't happen that far ago. And I'm still trying to deprogram that, like, survival part of me that is like, oh, if you wear this, this is what will make you, like, this is what makes you safe. You know what mm, I mean? Yeah. I'm done playing it safe. And although yeah. my safe card was very polished, I will say that back when, you know, two years ago, if you saw my wardrobe, she was polished. It was great. But not me, you know, not comfortable. Mm -hmm. And now I'm I'm trying to come into myself. So this really interesting thing has happened where I'm coming into myself in my 13 year old boy wardrobe and I fucking love it. Um, Gaia has been coming into herself as well. Yeah. Flip flopping. Yeah. So instead she's never been a 13 year old boy. I mean, the Jinkos are hilarious, but like yeah. never been 13 year old boy, but like now you're coming into again, like embracing the more feminine parts of you where it's like, mm -hmm. Oh yeah, we're going to celebrate this. Yeah. If my boobs are out. My boobs are out. Well, I think that's it is like that part of being like fluid with it for me is like some mm -hmm. days like, yeah, like they're bound down in a sports bra and I don't mm -hmm. want them and I'm going to be like what everyone else would perceive as like hyper masculine. Mm -hmm. And then other days I'm like, well, you know, what? because part of embracing my body the way it is right now, which is not constantly dieting yes. is I have a higher body fat percentage, which means my breasts are larger. Mm -hmm. And so like. Binding them down is not nearly as comfortable. Mm -hmm. And also, I'm just going to enjoy the fact that I have larger boobs. Yeah. And um, for me, it's very much that, like, the safety was in covering up. The safety was in being was very... Yes, because, like, being in our industry, I didn't want, like, you know, come on. The only reviews that I have that are shitty are based on my appearance. Yeah. Are based on like, hey, she's gonna come for your men, which yeah. like, fuck you, I'm way more likely to come for your woman. Mm -hmm. Um, but 
like it is all based around how I am dressed and how I am perceived and then like dealing with male tattoo artists making comments and then dealing with clients like having a client literally feel me up having an artist literally fill me up and dealing with that side meant that like I in order for me at that point to survive had to bury my sexuality right so that it was like look I am not a woman like I wanted to be taken seriously as an artist right and that was it like take me as like here you were looking at my work and my work alone and you were not paying attention to what's happening so it was no makeup, nothing, right. like, very minimalistic. Right, because that was negative reinforcement. Yeah. You know? like, well, yeah. and especially because, like, for my mom, like, comments about my body and, like, my face and stuff, yeah. because she didn't like the fact that, like, I, w- I was white presenting mm-hmm. with her being Hispanic. Like, that was always just, like, exacerbating the, hey, like, you don't look correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that combined with, like, hey, if you do dress any way that is like slightly revealing or slightly tight or anything you run the risk of either a being physically assaulted or b being punished by other women as well because for me it was a lot to do with like yeah i want the men to like treat me as an equal yeah and then i want women to not be threatened Mm -hmm. because like the fact what i was probably tattooing for maybe two years when i had that review that was like hey lady she's coming for your man and i'm like bro, he's my client and he's my friend. Like, I'm not interested in your fucking boyfriend. Calm down. No, for sure. And but it just reinforced that, enforced that, like, hey, you need to stay covered up and you need to, like, bind down your boobs because those are nothing but a problem. Right. And I hate the idea of, like, women having to cover up or not embrace their sexuality or, like, you know, just honestly present however they want to fucking present mm-hmm. for the sake of being taken seriously. I yeah. fucking hate that concept because... I, to me, to me, you're, I don't know, like, whether or not you have, you know, you're showing cleavage or, like, you know, I, when I am feeling, like, very feminine, I, I serve it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I will wear a, like, I have some skirts that are just my fucking favorite and they show off everything. Mm-hmm. And whenever I wear shit like that, I am like, no, you know what, I'm going to demand you take me seriously. But it is hard when we live in this world where yeah. it's seen as, like, no there's no chance, no way. And I will continue to dress as feminine as I want just to prove that, yeah, I mean, I'm a fucking kick-ass tattoo artist cool. regardless of if I'm wearing my 13-year-old boy clothes or if I'm fucking serving in a miniskirt, you know? Well, like, I think it's shitty because especially, like, for our industry, all the men we work with mm-hmm. literally just wear jeans and t-shirts. Oh, for sure. Like, that's it. Like, that's the fucking wardrobe. And that let's is the uniform. It, they're not great. Like, half the time, they're not, like, great shirts. They're not yeah. ironed. There's nothing like, hey, you guys are making an effort on your wardrobe. Right. But yet, we have to walk this really fine line between, I have makeup on so you know I'm trying, mm-hmm. but not too much makeup where you're going to be threatened by the way I look mm-hmm. or think that I'm because for some fucking reason in our fucking culture, if I have a lot of makeup, then it's perceived as like being easy. And I'm going yeah. to show that I have tattoos because mm-hmm. like by not having sleeves, my you know biggest fucking tattoo is an entire back piece. Mm-hmm. But then if I wear something that shows my back then I've been literally punished by employers in the past yeah. or boss of him and like, Hey, that's not appropriate. It's like, why? For I, once again, am very attracted to women mm-hmm. and I have never, like, I've never seen you in a skirt and be like, well, looks like I got to get me a handful of that ass. Mm-hmm. Like, no. no. So where is this like differentiation of like, dude, 
I, you know, Cynthia, who works with us, yeah. amazing body. Yeah. And Cynthia will show cleavage. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like, oh, my God, I'm distracted. I can't work. What have you done to me? I'm just like, all right, well, that's your body and that's it. Again, that's going back to fucking, I mean, this is how we're programmed. It's, it's, okay, so guess what? This episode is also about the pressure to not be feminine or, Mm -hmm. you know, to, it's, either way, there's, there's pressure coming from both, yeah, from both angles. And I guess that's really cool to think about. Not, it's not a great situation, but it's cool to think about how, like, far we've come as a society because now i don't know i I grew up in the generation that was like we respect all women we respect the women who don't want to show skin we respect the women who want to show all the skin Mm -hmm. we respect women who you know dress however the fuck they want and you know that has nothing to do with we are not pitting against each other for a seat at the table that is not what we're doing and i was raised in that generation and i was raised in the like the literal britney versus christina Mm mm-hmm Brittany stayed very covered up for a long time and mm-hmm. played a very innocent, like, oh, I'm a schoolgirl. Mm-hmm. I'm innocent. And Christina was, like, very little clothing, very tight clothing, mm-hmm. very much. So when Brittany made that transition of, like, y'all, I'm not a child anymore. I'm a grown-ass woman. Mm-hmm. Like, respect me. And, yes, I'm going to be, like, a sexually active being yeah. who's going to express herself. And there was such a fucking uproar that right. everyone was like, what? No. Christina is the one that shows her body and she's the slut. She's the naughty one. You're the good girl. And so I grew up in that like literal pitting women against women. And not in this place where like you talk about fucking, you know, like how at this point, like we're like, yeah, you show your body, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like Lizzo had an ad on her Instagram Mm -hmm. with the most bomb ass leggings because it's just your crotch and your butt is cut out of these leggings. (laughs) And I was like, I do not see that. And then like, oh, my God, I can't respect Lizzo. Like you're posting your body. I'm like, fuck, yes, bitch. You look amazing. And rock it. You look so comfortable because I think that that's the thing for me is that like when I'm like, damn, this person looks amazing, Mm -hmm. like they dress amazing. It's because it's that confidence that you feel. So like that inner peace. Yeah, I love little 13 year old skater boy you with Mm -hmm. your fucking backwards cap and your like cargo shorts Mm -hmm. and like I love that whole thing because like I get to watch you come into you where you're like yeah fuck y'all I'm not dressing for you to look at me and be like oh my god look at how like cute she is right now it's it's so fucking fun because like my wardrobe lately yeah has just been like really like baggy vans like uh pants and then like an oversized like cool t-shirt uh i have like this favorite like denim jacket but then you look at my face and she's done up and i love and that's the thing is like i've always been drawn to makeup because of the artistry because Mm -hmm. it's like it makeup to me is like my war paint you know that's the shit that i i don't know i a i enjoy doing it b i mean i i feel good with it on and so it's funny because it's like i've got like a full face of drag on. My drag is on, right? And then she... I I put on, like, all of my jewelry and stuff like that. And so it's just... It's cool because... I don't know. Like, the more I do it, I thought I would get a lot of, like, weird looks. Like, what the fuck are you wearing? But, like, it's actually been really cool. People are just like, dude, nice. Because, like, they respond to that inner peace and that, like, confidence. Mm -hmm. Once you've reached, like, 
this is how I am presenting for me and I'm not doing it for anybody else. Well, I think it's the people that are responding in positive ways are people who know you. Yeah. Yes. And so that's the difference is that they are not like, hey, this is the person I want you to be. Because that's that massive like difference of like, hey, I want you to have long hair. Okay, well, that's not who you are as a person. I know, right? I'm like, like you are not the person who's always going to wear dresses. You were talking to the girl who doesn't want that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, how harmful is that for me to hear? Yeah. I'm the like, only oh my reason God. your hair is as long as it is right now is because you're overdue for a haircut. Because I'm too lazy to make an appointment. Let's be real. Yeah. I just fucking, I don't want to fucking do that. Yeah, that's the only reason. <laughs> Like, if my hair, watch watch me grow out my hair, and then people are going to be like, I thought you said that you didn't want to do that. Well, guess what? It's out of convenience, because I didn't feel like it, Yeah, and it's getting colder. <laughs> yeah, straight Thanks. up. And so, yeah, I don't know. That's, I mean, that's all I had on my plate for today's agenda. Perfect. Yeah, I feel like we ended on a good note. I That really hit different, so thank you for saying that to me. I found some clarity in that, because, yeah, the people who are positive and who, I don't know, like like this part of me and the people who don't it's just whether or not you know me or whether or not you don't and like when you know me and you realize and you support me like obviously you just my thing is don't listen to the people who don't know you Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) i could give any advice (laughs) make sure that you like it when you look in the mirror and you get dressed and when you're like fuck yeah i'm awesome like i wore that fucking tiny little crop top and my big ninja pants Yesterday to Home Depot, to Home Depot and it's um, it's really funny because we ha- I we arbitrarily came up with a rule, it's right? A, it's a Which rule is, in quotation um, marks. If there's an inch of fabric under the bust, it's a top, not a bra. Mm-hmm. And then that top does not have an inch of fabric. And I was like, well, this is a top. I think it looks amazing. I, I love it. Wonderful. And so I was like, fuck that rule. We just arbitrarily came up with this is a top. And I was mm-hmm. walking around, and Caboose was like, dude, you look so cool. Mm-hmm. And, like, you, I could feel it. I could yes. feel people looking at me and being like, damn, that's awesome. And I was like, yeah. that's what I like is, like, hey, I feel cool right now. And none of them are like, oh, my God, she has titties. There's cleavage happening. Mm-hmm. But instead, they're just like, oh, man, that's fucking awesome. I feel at my coolest when I'm wearing, like, the most oversized shit. I just, like, I, I don't know. There's something so freeing about it. I think, well, we've talked about this before. For me, it's shapes. So I like really big bottoms Mm -hmm. and a really small top Mm -hmm. or vice versa. I want like really, really tiny bottoms and a really large top. I like that like dual like thing. So, you know, like I have my big fuzzy wookie boots Mm -hmm. and then I always wear them with like a tiny tight little dress. Yeah. Because I like playing with proportions a lot. No, for sure. I'm all about like the actual silhouette of it. I think I'm about like zero to a hundred like I'm either dressing like a skater boy or I am like full femme alt girlfriend fantasy you know okay I was like um are you gonna say it say what that you are full flight attendant or I, whatever the fucking I don't know if that's like to the be honest correct thing I think to say I've, now I've stewardess oh I think that's the old way okay so I think flight attendant is, is like yeah somebody correct us if we got that wrong because whatever the the is person there, is it a derogatory handles, term I think stewardess is a derogatory term now. Oh my god! Well, um, let us know. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. But I whatever think the moved, correct term is. No, I think I've moved from that phase of my life. I haven't. You haven't seen me wear a neckerchief in a long time. That's because you gave them all <clears throat> to the dog. Yeah. So, but your just... your pants and like the cut of things are still very like polished. Like I haven't worn those pants in a long time. Well, that's because your butt got too big. Well, your quads got too big, actually. Yeah. All of you just got too big. I wear a medium in women's pants now for 
And I'm very proud of that. So, and a lot of women's pants now I have to wear a medium. And I'm very, very proud of that. We've reached that level. But you know what? Yeah. Yeah. That's all the advice I have to give. Um, let us know. Do you feel yeah. pressured to be feminine? Do you feel pressured to be less feminine? How do, do you, you deal with that? Do you feel pressure to be masculine? Yes. I want to hear, because obviously we're two, like, female presenting mm-hmm. um, individuals. So, like, what pressures do you feel in being masculine as well? Yeah. Because I know those exist. Caboose and I talk about it a lot. Yes. Um, and he's working on those currently. That's a whole other world, baby. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other demon. And, like, I would love yep. to hear about that. And I also, you know what? I have another question for our Wrecking Balls. Absolutely. What is something that you've been wanting to do, masculine, more masculine or more feminine, that you haven't yet in your wardrobe? And are you going to do it now because of this episode? Because I would love to see it. I'm done playing it safe. Let's stop playing it safe, people, and let's just start playing for us. Yes. (laughs) And if you guys want to, we would love it. Um, if you are fine with us sharing you in your favorite, most you outfits, I would absolutely love to share you guys in like, this is me when I feel the most me. And if it's not just one, you can send a couple pictures, Mm -hmm. but like, please share like those like, yes, outfits. Yeah. I would love that. You will make me cry. That's the easiest way to make me cry. So please. Uh, thank Thank you. Thank you so much. We love you and we will see you back next week. Bye. Bye.